My name is Ram Critic, and this is the podcast while someone cracks the table over your back challenge. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my fucking God. It hurts. Oh, no. Oh, This is going off. Oh, this is going off podcast. Oh, rap critic abuse. Abuse. How are you Look, doing? Uh, really good now, because uh, folks, I'm just gonna <laughs> tell you straight up, there is nothing I like seeing more, nothing I like to watch more than my co-host of ten years in just immeasurable excruciating pain. It um, fatal amounts, possibly. Yeah, near fatal. Because I mean, you're good. You're good. You're talking right. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely... You could potentially talk about an hour album and also the Super Bowl halftime show and maybe even yeah. some commercials. Oh, oh God, can we get right? just a little bit of ice, maybe? No, no, it's all a bit, guys. <laughs> We're just joking. <sighs> so... <laughs> hmm. We'll have someone mop up the blood. You don't gotta worry about that. Just come over here. We'll Fucking sit down cut. for a bit. Hmm? <laughs> Fucking cut. <laughs> Oh, oh, hey, hey, Muse. You know, it, it, it's all good. You know, I, I I forgive you. Hey, give me a high five, buddy. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, God damn it. Oh, we came that's, around here. That's that's at least four ribs, dude. That was good. That was a good one. I'm, I got um, you. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm only coughing up a little bit of blood, so the American be... healthcare system's not going to be kind to that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my dick. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get down to brass tacks. Let's talk about these fucking uh, ads for the super or big game. Can we not say it? Will we get to it if we say it? No one's listening. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. They don't care. You know they don't care. They don't care about a fucking podcast. Hell Look, no. No, no. No. They don't care to uh, give us shit. Look, they give local bars shit. They're fucking like, uh, don't true. use the word or we'll fucking sue the shit out of you. Uh, we, we get way less patronage than local bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. We don't offer alcohol here. Maybe if we did, maybe that mm. would usher in a whole new era of the pod. It just, like slowly zooms in on our faces and then like, giving alcohol out freely, which included to minors because you know it's online. Oh. You wouldn't, you had no jurisdiction over how you would be able to disseminate it, and now you will both be in jail for six months for uh, underage bootlegging. How soon this episode turns into an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, oh no. Oh, the gang goes to jail. We done fucked up again, folks. But, uh, yeah, it's, um... I, I can't believe it, but it's already uh, Super Bowl time. Da -da 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 -da. We're talking about the halftime show, we're talking about commercials. You sent me a compilation of... Did you watch the video you sent me, by the way? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay, this video doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because there's like three commercials in it that they like replaced the audio for like copyright reasons or something. 
oh, is that what happened? Yeah, so I had to look them up individually because I was just like, what the fuck? And then the video ends with like a two-minute description of just being like, we we made a compilation of Super Bowl commercials. I said out loud, I know, I just saw it. Like, I, I just synced it, the whole thing. Giving you guys the uh, uh, online experience of uh, watching Super Bowl ends. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna pull this up. I'm gonna mute it. Did you see the Reese's the Reese's one? Right? Is that what you're talking about? The the Reese's one was muted. Yes, uh, it was like because I t- I texted you. I said <laughs> this one makes it so much funnier. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> the the Mountain Dew uh, Aubrey Plaza one does have a song in it that I guess could be copyright flag or whatever. I don't know about the Uber Eats one, but that one's also muted. <laughs> what was really funny about the Reese's one, and I'll put the audio in here, is because it's silent for the first couple seconds, and then you just hear the guy go, ups. Ups. <laughs> oh, God. And the thing is, the, the reactions are so, like, purposefully over the top, you know? They're doing the, like, everyone's, one person's jumping out of the window, another person's hitting themselves with popcorn. One person is just vigorously giving a thumbs down. And then, yeah, they just said, like, oh, but wait. And then it cuts out again, and it goes, like, and then everyone jumps back in and goes, yeah, and the guy gets vigorous thumbs up. <laughs> Yo, why was that one muted? There was nothing to I that one. I don't know what happened, but it just made it so much funnier. <laughs> it's just this YouTube channel called Super Bowl Commercials. I'll put a link in the description so y'all can see it. Yeah, so I thought it was like, oh, that must be the official channel. <laughs> we got a Popeye's one with that one guy from Kim Community. Jong. Yeah, still doing his thing, but you know, I, I, I don't, uh, I, I haven't overdosed on Kim Jong, so I, I was, I, it was tolerable for me, you know. Yeah, you know, that was fine. Uh, was fun Popeye's enough, yeah. got better wings now, I guess, and he, he likes them a lot. Is he saying that they have wings in the first place? Like, have, did they not have that before? I, hmm. Because that seems to be the jokey revelation, like Popeye now with wings, and I was like, I, is that, is that a this year revelation? Because the joke is that he's doing all these things that happened uh, that are like, you know, since uh, whatever couple of years when he was frozen or whatever. Yeah, right. And I don't even know what the joke there was supposed to be. Why was he frozen? This year was a lot of the joke is that we got a celebrity things. And I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's always kind of that. But you said at least a little bit more rely on lol to random or whatever. Um, This fucking next one, the Mr. T for Skechers one. That one at least was like, hey, it's fun to see Mr. T again. But like that guy acting in it, he's just like, I am the guy who is acting now. Mr. T, what are you doing? Yeah, it said that it was to- this, uh, Tony Romo. I wouldn't have recognized uh, him. But... What, did he have a singing career in the 70s? Who was that? As a football player. I think oh, he was oh, a oh. Uh, Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Look, football names glaze over. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I, I mean, I'm not big into sports either. Trust me. I, any sports name I pick up is simply through osmosis and yeah. <laughs> secondhand conversations. But can can we just talk about the? I did not think that was Mr. T for like the first half of the commercial. You're so right. And I was like, is is that is it a standing? Because it didn't sound like him all the way. And I was like, what's... it doesn't sound like him. And they also. And I've noticed this for a couple commercials. They have done so much in the way of, like, makeup and filters that people just look, like, smooth 
Like, is that it? Yeah. It looks it looks uncanny, honestly. Like the fact that you could tell everything is just CG around them too. Like the whole house is. You could just tell it's two right, people yeah, yeah. in a whole green screen thing. So the effects look weird. Mr. T in overalls. I don't know why he's wearing overalls. That looks weird. So yeah, I don't like that one. Uh, the Oreo one with uh, deciding okay. things, twisting it, seeing which side the cream is on. That's okay. My face falls whenever I see the Kardashians. It's just like, oh. They <laughs> did take it one step too far with the Kardashians. I could have done without that. Then the Reese's one, which... This is just the absolute most lol to random insulting thing I think I've seen all year. Where it's like, I don't know who this is even for, but what one thing I did think was kind of funny was at the end, the guy says, wait, y'all are still going to be making regular Reese's, right? Which is like, yay, we love the new caramel Reese's, but what if they suck and we don't like them? Can we still eat the other ones? Like, that's the It's not going to be a Coca-Cola situation. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want a new Coke. This T-Mobile ad where they just that got... That was whack. <laughs> just got random celebrities and, like, you gotta pop for me for Laura Dern, but I don't even know why the fuck she's there. Like, that seemed random to me. I'm Jennifer Hudson and I can whistle. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, boy. Is this... And then Common is just there, Oh, too. my God. What did he do? He did something from... What movie did he do? Oh, he did a fucking, uh... King Kong ain't got shit on me from yeah. goddamn... Uh, training Day. Training Day, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then, um, I do like the Hellman's commercial. I was just about to say, I like the Kate McKinnon ad where she's saying, meow. I do <laughs> like that one a lot. <laughs> and and just the punchline where it's just like where it ends on a whirlwind relationship with Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, you lasted longer than most. I was like, okay, all right, that got a good uh, pop out of me. Now that's comedy. Drinks for everyone. <laughs> I do like that there's a couple ads in here that have, like... And it's funny, like, it's that one and the Eminem one that are right up next. Like, it, it it pokes fun at Scarlett Johansson at the end, and she's, like, in on the bit. That was legit funny, where it's like, yeah, you know, it's it size... What are they... they, they you, the, these Eminems get... Uh, the breath of losers sighed upon them like Super Bowl losers. It's like, and including Scarlett Johansson. It's like, I lost two Oscar races. And like, the Red was like, in the same year. And he just looked over like, hey, you didn't have to say that, you know? Yeah, I liked that. Yeah. Uh, Tina Fey for Booking.com was. The, the punchline I, is Glenn Close is here. Again, like, looking featureless and smooth like right, a plastic. Right. Like, I figured it out. They make people look like pop vinyls, and that's what's creeping me out. Which, speaking of which, the drumstick ad basically has a goddamn, Oh like, my god. Incredible. Uh, bobblehead thing, but, like, Dr. Eric Andre is just crying on an airplane, and he's look. not getting the help. And he is collecting this check for whatever next movie he's making or whatever, because I saw some other ad he did with a, uh, you, you know, some uh, uh, internet service he doesn't use, uh, Internet uh, Explorer or something like that. Get the <laughs> opera or something. Eric Andre here for Netscape Navigator. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, get your bag, Eric Andre. And it was a really funny ad because it was just like, you know, high on this plane, this man has anxiety. It's like, oh, is there a doctor here? I need help. I'm having an attack. And it was like, oh, I'm a doctor. And everyone just starts getting drumsticks. 
Yeah, like, sure. Wait, what's happening? Why does everyone have a drumstick? Is anyone going to help me? It's like, I'm not that type of doctor. And, it was like, and then the one guy goes like, I'm sorry about him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was incredible. Uh, then we got Chris Pratt in a fucking Pringles ad. And I just don't give a shit about Chris Pratt. Eyes man. glaze over. Uh, then there's the Baja Blast commercial with uh, with uh, Audrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza? I forget. Uh, and then you get the other dude from Parks and Rec there at the end, because they're selling Baja Blast in stores now. And she's like, I'm having a blast with my Baja Blast. Oh, damn, like, that's just, that's this year? That's just happening? I, yeah, I guess they did it for maybe for like a limited time or something, but now it's like officially in stores. It's, it's weird. I did not think that that was an exclusive either. I don't understand store exclusives, man. Like, mm-hmm. that shit just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I have a favorite ice cream of mine, and it's apparently a Target exclusive, so I can't get it anywhere else. Like, you fucking kidding me? Weird. But, uh, uh, let's talk about uh, Usher, his his halftime show. Let's talk about Usher, because I'm skipping through the rest of this thing, and I don't remember any of these other commercials, so fuck them. Usher! 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 So I took extensive notes. I thought it was uh, I thought it was killer. I thought I thought the boy killed it. Uh, the singing and dancing was money. You know, he, he was keeping that pitch, it, 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 moonwalking over the grass, which seemed like quite an impressive feat. That's true. Ah, uh, feet. Anyway, yeah. um, so it starts with a very, very, very short clip of My Way from 1997. So we're gonna acknowledge his entire career here. We got the career intro, the uh, the retrospective. Oh, he's giving uh, so the MJ speak. treatment. Yeah. So it cuts from my way uh, to him performing uh, Caught Up. And there's a shot of a guy, and it looks like he's launched out of an invisible cannon. I don't know yeah, what that happens. happens a couple times in the background. Yeah. It, like, no noise is made. There's just, like, a group of people. And then this one guy is just, like, shot out of it, and he just flies across the screen, and he just lands. Like, it looks like he could have been on a wire. I don't know. It was just like, okay, that that's happening too. A lot of lot of uh, theatrical stuff, but you know what? I appreciate it. You know. Uh, then we go to you. Don't, you don't have to call, and mm. at the end of it, it looks like someone bumps into the camera guy, and it jostles <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> you know, it's very distracting because like Usher's in the middle of this. Uh, Hey mama, we made it. This one's for you. And then just like the camera, that's just right. like it looks like someone hits the camera. <laughs> like oh shit. Um, and then he sings a line or two from the song Superstar, which I wasn't familiar with, but yeah, I, I yeah. guess Usher heads know that one. Uh, but then it quickly transitions into into Love in the Club, which is funny because mm. he was just like, hey, mama, this one's for you. It's like, okay, what are we doing here? Then he gestures to... Uh, like, ladies and gentlemen, Alicia Keys, he does like the, look this way. Yeah. And the camera oh. pans over, and Alicia Keys is in a mile-long red cape, flowing majestically like behind her. in the 90s. <laughs> and she's sitting at, like, a melting red piano. I don't know what the design oh, yeah. of this piano was. Yeah, it was like, there was like a... Like slime or something, yeah. There was like a it was like <laughs> slime, but run over by a bicycle wheel, you know. It was it was the kids' choice piano. I, I did like that one, but yeah. the big story here is that if you were watching live and you could watch the clip on Twitter and probably on YouTube somewhere, uh, the very first note 
Alicia Keys hits in her singing is sour. It's 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 bad. Oh no, I can't remember. Some people want it all. I'm gonna throw that for Alicia Keys. Her whole thing now is being raw and real, right? I'm not wearing any That's makeup on true. TV. I didn't I didn't uh, you know I didn't do the warm up beforehand. Fuck it, we're going. <laughs> What's fucked up though is that when you watch the official video on the NFL YouTube, they edited it. Some people want it all. Some people, some people, some, 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 some people. So uh, you, so they're rewriting history. That's how we're Oh, no, look at that. That was never there. That never happened. So that's kind of bad for <sighs> humanity. Um, but what I couldn't help but notice was... Uh, Usher joins Alicia, and they start singing My Boo after that. Oh, yeah, and he and, starts dancing around her, you know, he's doing his thing. And and Alicia Keys keeps hitting sour notes, but they don't edit all of them out. They only <laughs> edit out the first one, but she keeps, like, missing, and she, like, kind of making these weird noises. But again, yeah, she's raw, so I respect it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Shouts out to Alicia Keys. She's looking fantastic. Usher's dancing too. around her. She actually looking. does look great. And it's just that, like, because because she doesn't have, like, the freaking doll faces that everyone else has in those ads, you know? Like, <laughs> our brains are going, like, why does she look like a human being? <laughs> Usher is dancing around her, and he's very horny. <laughs> yes, he is, he's looking like Powerline of the 90s. Like, hey, babe, let's take this backstage. <laughs> Like, he keeps rubbing her down, and at one point, he's just like, ooh, hot! Like, he does that, like, I gotta shake my hand off. Look, th- look, he, this is the, this is what he's good for, right? This is what the ladies are in the yeah. audience. Oh, I wish I was Alicia Keys right now, <laughs> I mean, in a minute here, yeah. Um, <laughs> a- after, after that exchange, a dude says we're celebrating 20 years of confessions and it's just like a guy in a tiny suit who was that okay i think that's jermaine dupree and i was like Wait, oh i, I thought it was CeeLo green at first no no that's because uh, i was like having that moment where i was like huh i feel like i'm the only person who would know this name offhand jermaine dupree <laughs> he doesn't wow. look the same he's like all bald and old now and he's like he's jumping leaping up and down and in the same way that like okay so uh, usher has a bit of like a, a, this puffy coat but but it looks like it's like slightly too high waisted on it or something like that. And it's just like, it's like, it looks cool for the most part, but there's just like one or two times where it feels like it's a little too flappy in the wind because it's a little too high up, you know? And then it's like, when I see uh, uh, Jermaine Dupri came in, he has like these slightly too high and slightly too short, like it's like professional man's thing, but it's uh, the his young kid's intern boss baby, you know, thing. And so I'm like, why is he dressed like that? And, and his socks look like they're slightly too bunched up. So I thought they were like, you know when you see like cat like school girls with the freely things on the socks so at first I was like oh, yeah. what's going on here I was like what is happening was I was just so confused one. like what choice is being made here like why are they doing this why is he doing yeah little man trying to be professional like <laughs> it's, it's bring Jermaine to work day he's, he's just here he's just happy to get out and the thing uh, is like he's not there long enough for it to feel like a choice so it just feels like uh what 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 <laughs> That definitely could have just been, like, a voiceover. We didn't need to see right. that man in that suit. Uh, or they could have at least gotten one that... Like, this man is not that tall. How did they get something that was still too short for him? I know! Uh, <laughs> then Usher sings the chorus to uh, Confessions Part 2. Yes. And then, like, a line from Nice and Slow. And then we're, like, we're, we're fucking pressing fast forward on this. It's like, okay, okay, yeah. next song, next song. There, there was one uh, song in particular where it was just, like... Was it Confessions or was it the, uh, 
No, because it's like, I, you know, I had that phone call. Oh my God, you had a kid outside of marriage. And I was like, ah, this doesn't really feel good vibes for, you know. <laughs> yeah, he does the whole like, uh, this is my confession. And then he just goes, seven o'clock in the drop top. So he hits like, he hits nice and slow for like two bars. And then he immediately goes into let it burn. And he's surrounded by fire. Mm. And this is a point where the religious types were saying that the oh demonic imagery Good Lord. this man surrounded by flames give it a rest anyway uh he he tells the crowd to do the uh ho 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 ho, ho. and you can kind of hear them do it so that's kind of cool yeah uh then usher performs uh you got it bad uh, strips. Oh, classic, and classic. The crowd oh, goes course. fucking bananas for it. Look, it, it's it, 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 the man is a package, and he's got to unwrap the package eventually. You know what I'm saying? We saw the videos from the '90s. <laughs> this man's in his mid 40s, and he's looking fantastic too. Shouts out to Usher. <laughs> uh, then her comes out, and I mean, I probably so, would have noted, huh? Oh, well, it's like, look, she hits that uh, guitar solo, definitely, but I was like... I don't like, know if she's actually playing it, though, is the thing. Oh, uh, it sounded just enough like like there was, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like something was actually happening, but I felt like a jackass because I was like, oh, I feel like I'm supposed to know who this is, but I didn't... Uh... <laughs> See, I'm not sure if, if it was real or is, not. Is Nationwide on her side is all I want to know. Is oh! Oh! <laughs> Uh, then rollerbladers uh, fill the stage. That was the crazy part. Oh, Starlight Express in this bitch. <laughs> I fucking I popped for this. Yeah, I like like the cameras in the center of the stage. Woo, people sliding just, on their heads. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, that one dude. <laughs> he just slides he in. Happy his as a clam. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just slides on in. And then Usher is wearing a fucking Tron suit. <laughs> yes! As they perform, oh my god, I'm so... I did not oh, know they were going to pull that one out. <laughs> Will I Am gets a payday. I saw him and I was like, oh shit, we're doing, we're oh the my visor. god. At least, at least showing a little bit of shame over his... <laughs> <laughs> now, what's funny to me is that for whatever reason, I don't know who got this idea in their head, but... People thought that Justin Bieber was going to show up because, like, Usher discovered Bieber. Right. Which, you know, is like, uh, you know, when, uh, when Dr. Dre did the halftime show and he brought out Eminem, you know. I oh, guess well, yeah. Black guys have to bring out a white guy that they brought out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, and what was weird was the article I saw was Lil Jon announcing it. It was like, yeah, you know, we just couldn't get him. And I was like, why, why do you know this? <laughs> Wait, so so they actually tried to get him? Yeah, like, it, yeah, it was Lil John answering the question. It was just like, what's happening? Why is Lil John the one who is like dispensing this information? That's really fucking weird. Cause like, I don't think that show needed Bieber at all. Like, absolutely that, not. It would have seemed very. It would have seemed very out of place for him to randomly show up. And also, I'm sorry, I'll just say it, uh, not up to our standards if we're listening to Usher. Look, I'll just I'll throw down a gauntlet. When's the last time we've seen Justin Bieber? Like, what the fuck is he doing? He put out that album that was, like, universally panned, that goddamn Justified, yummy, yummy. And everyone was like, wow, this is really fucking bad, dude. Then uh, Lil John hits the stage and does the chorus of uh, Turn Down For What? 
which can only mean we're, we got to close with yeah, even you though we didn't it. get we didn't get more. We didn't get scream. I think both of those probably would have worked in this performance because they get the crowd hype. But you know, I we guess confessions. So time. Yeah, we do. Uh, confessions is the big one. I guess that's what we're ultimately here celebrating is the 20th anniversary of confessions. Mm. We don't have time for those minor hits from 2010. And I did like how they had uh, uh, Ludacris come in and do the do the full verse like that. Like that breath control is still crazy, man. With the with he's got the huge fro looking yes, great. Yes, taking it back. And yeah, the way he hit that fucking that one part. Give me the movie. It'll be off the clothes. Off the clothes. Yeah, he did the whole thing. I was like, oh shit, there he goes. Look at him go. Don't let the Fast Five movie or the Fast and Furious movies fool you. The man still oh got it. Oh my god. That is so weird that he's like, you know what? Collect your check, Ludacris. Collect your motherfucking check. You've earned it. Absolutely. Luda has such a stranglehold on Luda. pop music for a few years there. Good Lord. And it was so weird because it's like, he was around in the early 2000s. He was like that guy. And then it was oh, like, fucking he, roll cashed, out. he cashed in his checks hard in the late 2000s where it was just like, I'm on every, it's like he saw Lil Wayne was doing his thing. He was like, you know what? Me, uh, Mr. Me Too. Let's go. Let's collect this money. You know? For real. Yeah. It's like, who was on the baby, baby, baby O? Who named that one? Oh, that's true. <laughs> Isn't that yeah, so he, weird? <laughs> he was on, he was on that. I he was on love. that, um, uh, some say this Excuse is Luda Chris, but Tyo Chris on how you feel. <laughs> you remember that one, right? Wait, what? Tyo Cruz. I'm only gonna break, 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 break yeah. That's right. And Luda what? has that part. He's like, I'm only gonna break your heart into, into itty bitty pieces. Yeah. Something about Reese's Pieces. <laughs> but wait, I am I wrong? Or was he not, please excuse me, I don't mean to be rude, but tonight I'm fucking you. Wasn't that him? Ooh. Wait, I think you're right. He was on that. <laughs> and of course, who could forget his, uh, uh, how low can you go? Yeah. Uh, I blow them up balloons. <laughs> nah, yeah. Test me and niggas get drawn. Uh, what was it? Test me and guns get drawn like cartoons. Oh, and I ain't talking about Homer. Not Homer. <laughs> yeah. That's so bad. The old clip want a boner. Look, that, yeah. I, I, I still stand by that. That's a fun track. <laughs> That's a fun track. Nikki's got her. And guess who's playing? Yeah. Freddy. Oh, <laughs> uh, the music game. We were still having fun. We were still having fun. Did I fucking mention to you, by the way, that I was at a bookstore uh, last week and you know how they have like the coffee? Well, I sent you the picture. I don't know if you'd seen it. Wait, what um, picture? And at the at the register at the at the coffee place inside oh, the yes, bookstore. Oh, yes, yes, yes. They had the fucking tip cups and one tip cup was labeled Megan the Stallion and the other one was labeled Nicki Minaj and that fucking Megan cup had yes. like dollar bills in it and the Nicki one had like a couple pennies Look, and nickels in it, so... Everything is in cycles, and you're literally just going like, wow, you know, there was a little bit of conversation about, hmm, is Megan the Stallion really kind of on like that? I don't know. It seems like she might be, you know, kind of doing the same kind of song, a little conversation. Then Nicki Minaj goes, hey, I'm I'm totally not recognizing that I'm doing the Lil' Kim thing and getting pissy about some new person. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I'm Nicki Minaj, and I, self-awareness because i'm you know uh, too high on my fame so let's do this yeah, seriously the weirdest oh, fucking man. thing going on with her but um 
Yeah, they they end the performance, uh, and it, it it's very cool to me that like I mean it does kind of feel like coattails a little bit, but like we end this big performance and ushers in the middle there with Luda and Lil John, and it's like yeah. Luda and Lil John definitely would not be on stage at the Super Bowl in 2024 if it weren't for this one song from 20 right. years ago with Usher. Uh, no, no, I do. I guess they're all from Atlanta, so it's kind of like that. Hey, you know, Atlanta worldwide. You know, everyone's from Atlanta now. And I'm like, oh, oh shit, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, what the fuck are they saying? Like, I'm turning the whole world into in, yeah. into a town or the something. The whole world to the. We turned the whole world today. I was like, oh shit, I'm hype. I, I guess I'm from Atlanta now. All right, I'll, I'll take it. And, and then like the then is the performance just ends with us just going, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then it's just the Super Bowl halftime show was like as Usher is just like yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't that deep, was it? No, I mean yeah, I get it. It was big, yeah. But <laughs> but I mean you know look, I guess the fact that he still had enough like breath control to say that was still such power by the end. You know, it was certainly a testament to the man's uh, uh, abilities as a as a as a Tuz, You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, um, good on uh, Usher. Good job. Uh, amazing being able to do all the singing and dancing and all that and still putting your friends on. Uh, good yeah. show. I enjoyed it. And from there, we head on into the reason we spent the first half hour of the show talking about Super Bowl halftime shows and the Super Bowl commercials. It is... Double Nickels on the Dime by Minutemen, requested by Dr. Goatman. And I say all that because, and look, no disrespect to the good doctor. You've got a flawless record, Doc. But no, no doubt. But this just didn't really lend itself well to the podcast in the sense that, like, we had you to got get 40 we, songs. Yeah, yeah, 40, 40, 43 tracks or something like that. We we're holding the weight of an album on our shoulders. We're like, okay, let's just let's just get this album out of the way cuz what? What is uh what our, and every song is like a minute and a half, but it still thing feels too. way too long. <laughs> yeah, like there's not a whole lot to say about the songs. It, like I I think just about every song on here is extremely, you know, catchy. I like the funk no, vibes, and I like the, the jazz vibes. Despite them being so short, they still feel like complete songs where I'm like, "Huh. All right. No, no. Like I'll find myself going like Yo, wait, was that the whole song? That did feel like... I feel like I got my vitamins and minerals for what a whole song feels like. Yeah, like, you know? Yeah. It, it's, it's the it's the punk rock song length. It's like... It, like it, yeah, it's, it's, really. it's as long as a fast Ramones song, but it's but, more like, drawn calmer? out. calmer? Yeah. It's calmer. <laughs> it's got the... Uh, it's got the, uh, the jazz drums, the funk bass throughout. It's so weird. And... I, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I thought this oh, album God. came out in the 90s. I was like, oh, when I heard the infamous... I was like, oh, this was... And look at the album cover. It looks like some sort of 90s album cover of this guy looking like he's like doing a 50s thing or whatever the hell, you know? But it was like, 1984. 1984. <laughs> yep. Are you I'm telling you, man kidding me this college rock already sounded like this this is nutsack insane like i fucking what in the really world? do like this album i've liked this album for years 
Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's not even to take that away from it, right? As we're going into this, it's not that it is not a solid listen all around. It's just fucking long. And it's just after yeah. a while, as as your dear intrepid reviewers having to say something about 43 tracks in a row, you know? <laughs> in a row? We reviewed 43 tracks in a row. <laughs> you Try know? not to listen to any Minutemen songs on the way to the parking lot. <laughs> hey, you come back here. <laughs> um... But let's get into it. Serious as a heart attack. <laughs> so I wanted to tell you this little tidbit up top because this is very interesting to me. Uh-huh. And it relates to the fact that there's 40 songs on here, right? Uh-huh. It's, this is from The Genius. The album was organized into four sides. Side D, side Mike, side George, and side Chaff. The okay. band conceived the list of songs and drew straws to see who would pick from the list first. Each member picking, uh, putting their picks on their devoted side. The best songs were put first. The lesser songs would follow. D. Boone picked the first 12 songs. Mike Watt choosing tracks 13 to 23. George Hurley choosing songs 24 to 35. The remaining so- the remaining ten songs on side shaft were the songs nobody wanted. Then why are they here? What is happening right now? Does that include so, the fucking cars taking off into the night track? Who's I, that? I don't think yeah, I don't think that's included. But it was like okay, so <laughs> no, that was, was like, a unanimous decision. <laughs> so it was, it was like a draft. Like okay, whoever picked first, okay, you get to pick what you think the ten best songs are. It's like okay, these, and then, then the next person's like. Ah, shit. Well, you picked a lot of my picks. Uh, I guess I'll pick these. And then by the end, you still have songs left over, and you still put them on the album, even though, like, nobody had faith in them? Like, like that's so fucking weird to me. Like, save it for your sophomore album that's not as good as your first one. Come on, guys. Like, think economically. Like, they still put out a good bit of albums, like, enough material, but... It said, like, they mainly wanted to make a double album based on a double album uh, Husker Du put out. And maybe that's even, like, a rib... Like, mm. the fact that, like, oh, let's do a double album. Like, is that a joke? Like, yeah, is, are, are you trolling us? Because, like, yeah, the fact that these are these songs are so short, and then, like, the, the, the album is so long, it's just like, what's happening? <laughs> like, I still dug most of it, and, like, I've listened to this album quite a few times, and it, it honestly, after the first couple do- uh, after the first couple times... It does just kind of blow by in a weird way. Well, like, songs feel like they're part ones and part twos because they have a bit of a similar vibe, but they feel like they're kicking into a new gear of it, you know? And they're so short that your brain kind of, like, is forced to think, like, oh, is this just, like, a B-side, you know, the B- part B to this track, you know? like. Yeah, and yeah. this, I think, is the third full-length album of theirs, actually. Wow. Uh, the, their first album was 15 minutes. Ah, <laughs> The second one was 26 minutes. Uh, wait. Uh, then they had a couple EPs and, you know, singles throughout, you know, 30, 30, uh, 30 minutes or so. And then, yeah, 81 <laughs> for this wait, one. Could they not get 14 minutes and 59 seconds because, uh, you know, Sugar Ray took that one? Oh. They tra- time traveled back and said, fuck you, we're, we're, we're copywriting that one first. Uh, but yeah, folks, uh, the whole discography is pretty good and worth a listen. This is kind of the centerpiece because it is so big. You this, just can't really ignore it. 
And and what sucks is that like there's so much good on here that I want to mm. acknowledge, but there is so much on here that's just like, you know, like all right, this, like there are certain things that feel like incomplete ideas that work so well as what they're doing, and then there's other ones that it legitimately feels like, yeah, guys, maybe don't you didn't need this one. I don't know. I feel like you're doing pretty good with the with all this other stuff that you did. Why are you? Yeah, it's like I'm overwhelmed. Why are you giving me so much? Like, yeah, aren't punk albums supposed to be ah short, sweet, to the point? Like that's so awesome. We 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 zip through that, and maybe I want to listen to it again. With this, I'm sorry, folks. Like I listened through the first time, of course, but like the second time, I was like having that moment of like. Ah, this is starting to like blend in and like it's not that it's bad. It's just like I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say from one track to another. Where it's just like I don't know. It's solid guitarage, you know what I'm saying? Dope drumming is just solid, but like some tracks are better at you know doing the sort of like you know punk pushing against convention man thing, and other ones are just like all right, you're pushing against convention, but like you didn't do enough to make me like care. You know what I'm saying? Like so. Yeah, you got some weird like esoteric kind of cryptic lyrics on some of these where I don't really know what you're talking about. Yeah. A lot of these songs are like eight line poems and you yeah, don't really like even get like multiple or some verses. Shit. Yeah, They're like very the- short. Theater of Life I'm pretty sure is just like two bars and like for, per verse and it's like three verses. Yeah. Yes, it's extremely short. The, 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 the first couple are very short. Um... Uh, Vietnam, I think, is just like eight lines too. Yeah, and like they're all good songs, and they, I think they did they, pick the best ones up front. Like I, I think I, it yes. does start off very strong. That, that's the thing. When I was uh, l- looking over, you know, how much view count stuff was getting, I was like, aha, first ten tracks, are, everything is at least a million, and yeah, even the, you know what I'm saying, even the hardcores are kind of dropping off after track eleven, huh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, I'm sorry. It begins to be like, I don't know, quit while we're ahead, can we? You know, because like a lot of this is good, but like there becomes an issue of volume after a while. And like, you have to consider it. Like, I can't act like, you know, it's still not going. And it's like, um, that's my issue. It's competent. It's not like stellar to the point where it's like, oh, that's why we're still here uh, 18 tracks in, you know? It's just kind of like, yeah, this could have also been the first 10 tracks and it could probably could have been about fine, you know? like. I think the lines in number one hit song, which is just a funny title in itself. Oh, that's so peak 90s, even though it's the 80s. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I also made made note that for, uh, for those who know, the instrumental kind of sounds like the James Gang song Funk number 49. Just that bow, da bow, now, bow, 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 bow. You know that one. I know where you're going. Um, the, the lyrics are you and me, baby. Twinkle, twinkle. Blah, blah, blah. E-T-C. E-T-C. <laughs> like you, y'all just don't uh, give a fuck. Like, I like look, that. What is happening? Right? I was like, look, I get it. We're being ironic about not actually <laughs> making a hit song. It's called Never One Hit Song. But look what we did. But like, don't just throw your hands up at writing a song in general. Like, put some effort into it. <laughs> like, put some tongue into that cheek, goddammit. <laughs> and then you got a song like, "Do you want new wave or do you want the truth?" And the lyrics here are interesting. Um, a, a war, a, a word war will set off the keg. My words are war. Should a word have two meanings? What the fuck for? Should words serve the truth? Whoa. And then the second verse. Oh, that's a lot to think about. These, you get these two <laughs> dudes kind of going back and forth. I stand yeah. for truth. Uh, I stand for language. I stand for truth. I stand for history. I am a cesspool. 
for all the shit to run down in. It's like, okay. And that's the thing about it, too. It's like, no two songs, like, move exactly the same, right? Like, you know, it's not like it's like, oh, it's the same two bars. Like, no, every time it feels like something weird is happening where it's like just enough to be like, okay, what the fuck? Okay, what the fuck? Okay, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? I mean, also the fact that the, that the song track listing was like completely randomized oh it was like a david uh what's his name uh david cross yeah his album titles would just be so fucking dumb and random and it's just like i think it's really funny but this is can we not do this <laughs> i remember listening to um what was it shut Sh- shut up you fucking baby i listened to that <laughs> album when i was younger what an album title. Um, um but yeah yeah he's oh he still has that classic bit uh, i mean the what the henderson valley is you're gonna love our I still love that one. <laughs> Fuck you, Freddy. What was that? <laughs> you don't remember that? It's like, oh, they're always trying to hip things up for the younger folks, you know? And, like, they'd probably go too far one day, you know, like, doing it with, like, fucking eggs or some shit. You know? And it was just like, Henderson Valley eggs. You're gonna love our eggs. And have some kid, like, rocking out on a guitar, you know? And it's like, finally an egg for my generation. And, you know, oh, yeah. gonna cut right. to some old lady going, like, I like eggs the old-fashioned way. And have a kid come out and say, fuck you, Granny. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay. <laughs> you know, what's anyway. so funny is that like, did, like you think of like Mr. Show and like yeah. how like it was like sketch comedy, and now it's like okay, I'm gonna describe basically what a sketch would look like, and that's right. my stand up now. Oh my god, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, so that was fun. Um, then- I like two beads at the end. I thought that was a really fun track. Uh, that was another one where it was like oh, yeah. two bit, like two line verses where it was just so much to chew on with what they were saying, you know, like caught by a camera, taken at shutter speed, my neck's in a knot, two beads at the end. I'm like, Ooh, Oh, okay. Like bolt cutters close. My head rolls again, trapped in your snare. Voices fly at me. I'm like, Ooh, Oh, fucking all right. <laughs> like, snap like a tiger strike, like a snake, feel like a poker in someone's fireplace. Like fucking shit, man. <laughs> And, and also the fact that, like, it's, like, uncharacteristically soft singing on this one. Like, yeah. I don't think there's another song on the album that sounds like this. Yeah, that was it, wasn't it? Because it was just so, like, oh, wow, okay. Uh, like, oh. <laughs> it's such a, like. Very thoughtful. And there was another track where he said, what was the track where he's talking about punk? I, that's going to be a little hard to find it. <laughs> but there's one track where he's talking about like punk rock. Where he's like, man, punk rock fucking, you know, made our lives, man. And I was just like, oh, man, this does not in any way sound like what I think a punk rock track would sound like. But I still absolutely believe you and hear the conviction of your voice, bro. Like, you know, it's like, this is how I punk rock, bro. I, I punk rock against the punk rock, bro. We're chilling out against the punk rock, bro. This is my meme. You know, you know this is how I do me, you know. Oh, maybe party will help i feel like is the best oh, version yeah. of the again i want to say uh, uh, ironic 90s party song that's actually kind of unironically a banger though <laughs> like the guy won't accept that he's good at doing this you know of like oh no this is actually pretty cool this is pretty fun like sure it's contemplative or whatever but like it still kind of rocks and while it's making me think about the fact that i'm like no i don't want to rock but maybe i should rock to give my mind on things <laughs> you know <laughs> How about the lyrics to uh, Shit from the Old Notebook? The, uh, let the products sell themselves. Fuck advertising. (laughs) Commercial psychology. 
psychological <laughs> methods to sell should be destroyed. Like, it's just bare bones, no subtlety, just screaming anti-capitalistic shit. Like, I all right, I can get down with this. If I made a pop song out of this, I would probably get it. So let me just say what I'm trying to think. <laughs> There's a song... Well, okay, I'll say this first. Um, one reporter's opinion... Where the lyrics are just talking about the bassist, and it's like, uh, uh, he's, he's chalk, he's a dartboard, his sex is disease, uh, he's a stop sign. Like, what? <laughs> News, if you ever made a song about me and said that my sex is a disease, uh, <laughs> we're having words. Who's, whose opinion is this? Like, yeah, it's like, are we, fr- are they my friend? Who is this? <laughs> It's fucking. It's it's the hard pills to swallow, RSC. Yeah, like so, this bassist is like, no, he's right. I did catch chlamydia last week. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> like, someone's got to tell you. It's gonna be your best friends, man. Holy shit! Uh, then we get the very uh, interestingly named political song from Michael Jackson to sing. Again, and 90s song titles. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> and what happened here was they wrote a song, and they thought, hey, you know what'd be great? If Michael Jackson sang this, because then, like, we'd get exposure, because, like, Michael Jackson's one of the biggest names in music, and it could be like, hey, look, Michael Jackson singing a song that the Minutemen wrote. They recorded the song on a cassette and sent it to Michael Jackson's people, and were like, hey, listen to this. Uh, this is a political song for Michael Jackson to sing. And he just they just never got a response back. It's like, okay, fine. I guess we'll just put it on our album then. <laughs> They're like, it's like, guys, I, I don't think that gag worked the way... I don't think that communicated how you wanted. It was like, what, what are they trying to say? Are they trying to say I can't make political songs? I did a... That Ben song was kind of about people's feelings. I, <laughs> why are they coming at me? What did I do? Just I'm just gonna, wait till the '90s when I'm doing fucking Ooh, Earth yeah, song. Yeah, get to this eventually. Hey, th- they this, don't really this, care about us. This music doesn't that. sound like people are gonna really be listening to it until the '90s anyway. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, I'm listening uh, to this. I'm like, because I thought it was going to do like a parody of a Michael Jackson song or something like that, where no. it's like, oh, this sounds kind of like you know, like we're we're punk rock, so we can't actually make it sound like you know high quality studio shit. But we're kind of trying to make our version of it, and then but now we're putting a message on top of it, you know, like. What, wait a minute, didn't he do... Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I did. You're just another part of me. That that, that was kind of political, you know? And, um, you're just another part of me. Yeah, it's how we're all brothers. And um, what was that song? Oh, come on. I, come on, don't leave me but like this. he hasn't this. done that Shimon, yet. Shimon. It's uh, the, the other song where I was like, help people out. Uh, 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 man I look in the at the man in the mirror. Yeah, come I'm on, assholes. Just give me three more years. I was gonna put it out. Yeah, I was gonna say. Just give me three or four more years. That's it. Look, it got to his conscious. It actually like. Oh yeah. Cause like hmm, this song just, spoke to his insecurities. Did he have anything political on Thriller? Hmm. Um. Just well, good I friends? Uh, I don't think so. If, if you can't feed the baby, then don't ah, have the that, baby. That's right. Oh, political Jackson. It's kind of a political statement, Social responsibility, I, I guess. you know, fiscal responsibility. Hmm. Uh, but the lyrics here I thought were very funny, where he goes, uh, Me, naked, with textbook poems, spout yeah. fountain against the Nazis, with weird kind of sex symbols, in speeches that are, that are big dance thumps. If we heard mortar shells, we'd cuss more in our songs and cut down on guitar solos. And then, and then immediately after that is a guitar <laughs> solo. <laughs> Fuck yeah! It's like, almost like the guitarist is looking at him like, 
I'm still going to be able to do the whole thing, though, right? It's like, yes, Eddie, now, I go. There you go. Now, <laughs> hit it. Uh, and I thought this was fun. Um, the line, I must look like a dork. I got that from an interview with Iggy Pop in the in Cream magazine. They, they'd have questions and answers, and they'd bolt out a quote. Uh, they bold out a quote. I must look like a dork. That magazine was very cool. Not like Rolling Stone and shit good sense of humor. Uh, so I lifted from Iggy. I thought Iggy was a balls out dude. The Stooges, a balls out band. Uh, to be in that legacy, be part of a movement inspired by that band. So, uh, so what if you look like a fucking dork? You tell people you are and you still go for it. Like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. It wouldn't really make sense to anybody as to, like, why you said that, unless you, you know, told right. me that very specific story, but yeah. I thought it was fun in the context of the song. Although, you know what I would have loved in that song? As it was, like, after the cut down on guitar solos, you know, and the guitar solo goes, then, like, eight bars in, you know, you hear someone go, like, all right, that's enough of that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, right, all right. Yeah. Um, take so, 5D. This is where we start getting into the Deadlands. <laughs> This is what I wanted to make make reference of because it's so different. It's like a spoken word song, and he mm-hmm. just goes, "Hope we can rely on you not to use shower. You're not keeping the tub cocked. What cause yeah. both downstairs bath ceilings and the walls to be soggy? Tub has to be properly cocked prior to you showering. Walls are drenched. Both roofer and plumber there." Had to pay for two service calls. Water drips from all around. Kathy's ceiling. My ceiling. Don't use shower. Don't use shower. <laughs> I have to cut in here at this point, right? Because, all right. Oh, yeah? You know, oh, the last couple of songs. Like, oh, I'm just saying how I'm feeling. did explicitly saying it. Yeah, yeah. With the track like this, it's just like, okay, dude, I don't need to know specifically everything about your goddamn life or is this like this just sounds like he's just reading off like a note he left for someone like what's happening and this is in the second bunch of songs that that were like selected to be like of the best you know what i mean this feels like the you know what this feels like this feels like the first 10 tracks were the actual album and this is the huh it's been 30 minutes and you're still listening to the silence? Oh, there's more tracks. And then, yeah, here's the wacky shit that we were just, like, throwing on because of whatever the fuck, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, honestly... Yeah. From here on out, I only have notes on, like, three more songs, so... Like, you know what I did? Honestly, I'm gonna be a basic bitch right now. I okay. looked at the uh, tracks that had the most plays on them, at least a million, and the tracks with the most interesting song titles, and just went from there. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, like we didn't mention Corona, which was, like, the whole reason we did the whole jackass bit. Yeah, it's so damn iconic, and but it's so incredible, because I was like, I know I've heard the rest of that. That fucking sound, sound like we're going down to Dixie and NASCAR racing and shit. I was like, what is this sound? Because it just so threw me off, because I was like, the beginning sounds like it's open air, you know, plucking all by itself. Like, it sounds disembodied. It sounds like it's not a part of a song. It sounds like it could have mm. been its own fucking track honestly and just like oh yeah that was just an interesting sort of sound there and then just no we had a track now put on them cow boots and join the jamboree you know i was like why does it sound like this like why does it sound so like you know get down hank of the hill but then when he starts singing and i was like yeah i was like yeah that's that's not the energy i got from this guy at all why why does it sound like that though 
The fucking song is sick, and I love, like, it feels random to pick to be the theme for Jackass, but, like, now yeah, it's just... But it's so perfect. You can't picture anything else there. Like, it sounds like it sounds like that, Yahoo, let's go mudding down by the bayou, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like, and even when the singing comes in, like, it's still, like, yeah, you know what this fits? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's a great fucking song. It's like, um, yeah, this is, well, this is well earned, and it's, you know, place in the punk rock... You know what I'm saying? It's certainly a dope pick for that uh for that TV show for sure. My heart and the real world. Uh, I wrote down that this was very catchy, like more catchy than most songs on here. Like it's kind of structured like a, you know, yeah. like a song you'd actually hear on the radio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then unfortunately, the last song I have written down here um, is uh, "You Need the Glory" because it has this really cool uh, different instruments strumming and like at first you just hear like a guy moaning. And then he turns into scat singing. And it's just like, okay, we're doing some cool shit here. I can't even remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't have anything written down for this one. But I did have... So, Oh, oh were you still... Uh... No, that was no. it. It was just an instrumental track that I thought was interesting. Yeah, there was one or two instrumental tracks. And again, they're like, they're not bad, but they're not like... No. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they're fine, you know? And oh, the history lesson part two. That was the one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Where it was like, our band could be your life. Real names would be proof. Me and Mike Watt, we played for years. Punk rock changed our lives. I was like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, man. Fucking Skinner, man. You know, like, what? <laughs> like, sure, man, you know? But then it's like, what is it? We learned punk rock in Hollywood. And I'm like, oh, okay. Again, this is what I'm talking about, where it's like, it feels like he's referencing things to say something, right? Like with the last track we talked about, but it's like, but it doesn't feel like it's coalescing fully to something. Cause it's like, well, we learned punk rock in Hollywood. Is that, is that an ironic thing? Like, oh, Hollywood is fake, but, but I don't know. He doesn't seem, the rest of what he's saying doesn't seem to be like, you know what I mean? Ironic, you know, like, like, oh, yeah, we drove right. up from Pedro, and Mr. Narrator, this is Bob Dylan to me, my story could be his song. You know, like, it doesn't seem like there's any, like, wry smile in what they're saying afterwards. So, like, wh- what was the point of that line? You know what I mean? Were they, were they saying, like, oh, yeah. we're posers? Like, what? You know what I mean? Like, the, the thing just throws up things that feel like they matter. And it's just like, you're getting me to overthink about this right now. I'm, like, overheating trying to figure out what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Our band is Scientist Rock, but I was E. Bloom, Richard Hell. At this point, I'm like, are we at the end of the album and doing the credits? What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) We'd like to thank the members of the group. This fucking Lupe Fiasco last track fucking like, oh my God, just end it. No, you know no one wants to hear this outside of you. Um, Let me see. Oh, the roar of the masses could be farts. You know, it's better, but less funny than I thought it would be. Oh no, that's a bummer. Like it's like it's not a bad song. I was like, okay, this is better than I thought a track with this title would be. But I thought I would at least get a chuckle, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all about pastel gym hits, pearlesque and flaw. I'm like, that's really beautiful. I was not expecting that type of verbiage <laughs> on the roar of the masses. Could be fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you mean you never can tell, right? Yeah, punk rock. Am I right? Uh, this ain't yep. no picnic. Feels like oh, the yeah, you know, anti the man track. We should have gotten like. At least 15 tracks ago, like, the very direct saying the message sort of thing, like, yeah, why didn't you already do this? Like, this feels like this should have happened by now. What? Yeah, why was this on the back burner? Why? What? What's going on, punk rockers? Why were you guys afraid to put this one a little closer to the front of the track list? Uh, you know? (laughs) Maybe it just wasn't a favorite. I don't know. I mean, I will... 
I look, I can't lie. The, the hook could have used a little bit of work, you know. This ain't no picnic. This ain't no picnic. <laughs> This ain't no party. This ain't no disco. Right. I was like, mm, maybe, they no heard, around. maybe they heard that track and they were like, ah, we, we ain't got it. <laughs> Which, um, by the way, yeah. that might be uh, something worth reviewing when it comes out is the um, the Talking Heads uh, Stop Making Sense tribute album that's dropping soon. That, What's uh, going on? Well, so far, they've only released the Paramore covering uh, uh, Burning Down the House as a single. Oh, that, that, whoa. Oh, Is it good? Is it good? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's real good. Okay. They, uh, they released a, a, a teaser trailer to the album that shows uh, a, a, a big box being dropped off at this what mysterious house. And the door opens up, and it's like, oh, it's Haley Williams. What's going on here? And Haley Williams, like, grabs this box, runs into the living room with it, grabs a fucking box cutter, takes out a cassette copy of Stop Making Sense, puts it on the stereo, opens up the box, and takes out the big <laughs> David Byrne suit. Yeah. And it's like, ah, the big suit. And then, right at that moment, you hear the, ah, oh, watch out. And it's like, <laughs> and then, yeah! And then it, <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. And it's so good. Haley Williams puts so much of her fucking soul into that song, too. She's, like, screeching on it. It's so good. Haley Williams um, covering David Byrne is what we need. We don't need no, you know, fucking what, 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 Weezer doing a cover of Africa with Weird Al in the video. Because they're oh, like, no, we did that's not funny, that. right? <laughs> like... I'm going to read off um, some of the names of the people that are going to be on this album just to get you a little hype, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't recognize all the names, but you'll, you'll recognize some of them. Some of them make more sense than others. So we got let's, Paramore. Let's get crazy with it. Okay. We got Miley Cyrus. Oh, all right. We got Lord. Okay. Now we're cooking with gas. We got Girl in Red. We got The National. We got your boy, Kevin Abstract. Oh, we got bad, bad, not good. I thought you were about to say bad bunny. I was about to be like, oh shit, uh, <laughs> turn it uh, on. The, Lin- the Linda Lindas. You remember that like viral video that went around of like those like thirteen year old girls playing a punk band? They're they're there. Oh yeah, uh, I remember them. Yeah. And for some reason, Tizo, Tizo Touchdown's there, too. I don't... Look, Tizo Touchdown is weird. He is throwing okay. me f- for a loop, because he, like, every time I listen to something, for, remember we did the, yeah, we did the Lyrical Lemonade, where it was just like, he's, and there was another album, wasn't it? Wasn't there a Drake album that he was on, where he's just like, look, fuck it, I'm gonna go for something, as long as I'm gonna be on this track, let's do some R&B rap and shit, whatever, and I'm like, uh, all right, at least I, he's going I for something, I, I, I gotta RC. give it to him. Huh? It's been so long. I said I wish I could remember RC. It's been so long. Long ass album with like eighty guest features on it. You know, a, a different monster to deal with, to be sure. Um, hey, speaking of which, yeah. uh, what would you give this album? So going all the way down to the rating. Uh, oh yeah, and then there was a song. You called actually the, bothered with ratings? Yeah, I did. I did. I actually did. You know, because I was like, look, I'm gonna take the songs that I actually. Like, mm-hmm. listen back through again and really was able to, like, take it to, you know, like, fuck it, let's go, let's go, you know, from what I listened to, you know what I'm saying, take it into effect that this is an exhausting album and you guys fucking knew that. <laughs> uh, oh, but, uh, oh, yeah, the, I wanted to show quick love to the world according to nouns. Uh, 
Mm. Uh, solid contemplative joint, and I think Public Enemy might have sampled this later on because there's the part oh, with the, shit. the who, the where, the why, the what. And I was like, I gotta swear I heard that. Oh. I was like a Public Enemy song. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh shit. Okay. And then uh, Love Dance. I thought that was a solid guitarage. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and then Car Jam, which was just cars taking off. I was like, oh, oh fucking Kate. Like really? Yeah. You need the bookends. It opened with a car starting. And then the album ends with the car driving away, yeah. Uh, you couldn't okay, have put that at the end of one of the tracks? Like, <laughs> it didn't need to be its own track. No, you're right. <laughs> um, but overall, I give this a three and a half. And oh, yeah. That feels like, you know what I'm saying, like uh, unfair. But I'm like, no, no, you made this long ass album. You, you heard that. I'm sorry, guys. Were you listening through to this hour and change album every time and being like, yep, everyone's going to listen through the whole way. Definitely. They definitely will. Like, really? Did you think that, you know, I mean, from what I'm hearing, it sounds like they weren't considering the listening experience. It sounds like they were honestly kind of being forward thinking be like, hey, you know, in the future, they're going to be uh, picking their favorite tracks anyway. So fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I listened the whole way through, like, a, f- a few times to try to, like, refresh myself, because when there are this many songs, I'm gonna forget how certain songs go. Right. Uh, so I ended up having to listen to it a few times, and I didn't really mind having to do that, because the songs are so yeah, short that it does just bad. kind of fly yeah, by. Yeah, it's not a bad experience, it's just, in terms of, like, things that stick like, and it's like, that's the thing too. It's not that there's not stuff that sticks out. It's just like overall, it becomes a sort of like, just so overwhelming of like, yeah, what happened 13 tracks ago? You know what I mean? And was this that incredible that this, like every single track needed to be here, you know? Yeah. It's, it's just the fact that, uh, like you had said, they just picked these songs and placed them at random. So it doesn't really feel like a cohesive listen and they probably were, like, they are just kind of thinking more of, like, hey, just put the shit on shuffle, and, you know, it's a whole new different experience, and their songs are gonna make just as much sense going into each other on shuffle as they do in the order we, that we put them. Um, but overall, uh, I would probably give this maybe, like, a four, uh, just because I did enjoy myself and I like the songs, but, yeah, like, I don't think I could listen to this um, the whole way through on a consistent basis. Yeah, that about does it, folks. Thank you so, so much. For spending your time with us this week, uh, re- regardless of what you were doing. Um, if you were listening to us in the morning, if you were listening to us at night, thank you for taking some time for us. We greatly appreciate it. And if you have an album that you would like to request us talk about in a future episode of the show, you just gotta head on over to a Kofi or a coffee that is ko-fi.com slash, slash going off. That's G-O-I-N-O-F-F. And yeah, we'll talk about an album that you want us to talk about on an episode down the line. How about that? It's a it's a it's a guarantee. It's a going off guarantee. Uh-huh. And we got all our other links in the description: our Twitter, Patreon, Kofi, YouTube's. That's uh, right. Every other thing we got, got we, every it, other thing we got going on. Yeah, Patreon.com/slash/rapcritic still got the. Uh... Uh, oh my God! Beat battle challenge going until March first. Oh my God! That's so- right. Uh, oh, <laughs> and, and <laughs> you, you know what song I was thinking about using for example the uh, the, the show by um by Dougie Fresh. You know, oh my! Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. So many. Oh my God! Did you did I ever tell you where that came from? Uh, I don't the think song so. punk rock rap. Have you ever heard this? Who is it, dear? Oh my god!
<laughs> it did, it did. I was so excited to see the Cold Crush Brothers, and who wouldn't? <laughs> but yeah, patreon.com slash rap critic, I'm doing the, uh, oh, as well, if we get to 1K, I will be reviewing my own song. Oh my God. Uh, oh my not that God. one, but you know, the other one, but <laughs> you already heard it. <laughs> you already know it. And also, I'm going to be doing, like, uh, pr- Patreon streams. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm taking next month off because I'm trying to, like, you know, chill out. But, of course, it's the month where I need to promote my fucking thing. So, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, I'm going to be doing, like, you know, uh, live streams and stuff like that in the interim and in between, like, podcasts, stuff like that. So, you know, we still go have stuff percolated and popping for the Patreon. And you're going to be getting a lot of it first, as well as joining the Discord. So, you get to join the beat battle. You get to hear, you know, episodes first, all that fun, sexy stuff. Uh, plus, oh, well, I mean, I'm having a thing tomorrow where we're doing the freestyle uh, video game. Um, mm. But that's going to be passed by the time this happens. But we'll do it again a lot next month, certainly. So get with it. Act like you want it if you want to join in on that for sure. That's been the show. And thank you so, so much for spending your time with us. And we will catch you on the next one. But until then, for Going Off, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic. And... Come wash my back! Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming the people who know the show are going to be uh, uproarious. <laughs>